Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Learning to Grow, the podcast where it's all about relationships and it's all about learning how to be a better person and a better partner. Today, I thought I would reshare with you uh, one of my conversations with my husband on the topic of conscious arguing. This is a conversation we did or we recorded for his podcast called The Answer, but that I'm repurposing for this podcast because it was one of the most successful episodes that we put out there. The idea behind conscious arguing is that when you enter a relationship and uh, you want to be in a conscious relationship, one in which um, the priority is the well-being of the relationship itself, is not serving egotistic purposes of individuals, but um, the well-being of the couple and the preservation of peace and love within this partnership. There is a specific way to argue. Now, I say there's a specific way, but each couple will have their specific way according to the way they are. So all we do in this episode is we share the way in which we go about arguments. We break it down into six different steps that we take and that we are both fully aware of before we start the conversation. The six steps that work for us may not necessarily work for you, but nevertheless, it's an interesting lesson, it's an interesting topic, and you can take our six, step, six steps as a template and then change them to suit your particular needs, your personality types, um, or whatever other needs that you may have as a couple. And without further ado, here is our conversation. So today we're talking about conscious relationships and conscious arguing. We're going to share with you our six steps to arguing healthily in a relationship. Right. Some people are going to think this is crazy. There's no, no such thing as a healthy way of arguing. But I think there is. It's debatable. Listen I, to the episode and, and you can judge by yourself. <laughs> I guess. But this is this is something that I think over time we we didn't just you know sit down and write a list. We had to go through it in order to register it and say, okay, this is how we can best overcome this. Exactly, right? it organically came about right. from being in a relationship and and having our difficulties ourselves um, whenever we had an argument. Right. Right. So it's not like we had these rules before we got together, right. but we created them together. Right. And I think before we get on to talking about this six steps approach to conscious arguing, I think it is it's important because to define what a conscious relationship is, because I'm not sure everybody's aware of what a conscious relationship is. So what is what is a conscious relationship? So it's a relationship where both people understand and agree that the priority in their relationship is not either one of them separately, mm. but both of them together. That's deep. <laughs> That's real deep. Yeah. It's, it's deep. but it's a, it's a good way to see it. Some people don't see it that way. We do. Right. And I think this is the recipe for success. I think so Because too. we are in it 50-50, Right. Yeah. You are 50% of the relationship and I am 50% of the relationship. Correct. And if we don't give our 100, 
individually, the relationship will never work. True. Very true. So we prioritize harmony, happiness, and resolution whenever there's a problem. Right. So that we can move on. Right. A part of our philosophy is not to hold grudges. Right. And not to go back to the past and keep bringing up issues that are no longer relevant. Yeah. Like we said before, it's all about growth, right? It's, it's all about growth. It's all about understanding each other and, and growing and learning from past mistakes. Yes. And, and just trying to be a better person every day. Yes. And it's not about perfection either. We don't no. have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. But it's about how we show compassion for one another and kindness whenever one of us makes a mistake. And, right. we, and we all do. Right. So um, I'm going to let Kennedy introduce uh, the first step to conscious arguing. And remember, there are six steps that we have identified in our relationship that we need to go through in right. order to resolve the issue uh, in a healthy way. But after you listen to the list, right. if you have a partner or even if you don't, but you can reflect on any past argument that was unsolved... Right. And you can think about the steps that might work for you because this is not necessarily a copy what we do and your life will be sorted. Right. Um, it's just an example for you to reflect on, right. on, on the right thinking process behind the argument. Right. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different. But exactly. I mean, it's something that you could try out and see how it helps your relationship. Moving forward, it could be a different approach entirely, right? Yes, you so, might want to add different stuff yeah, or take might. away from what we're saying. Right. But for us, these are the basics that yeah. work for us. This works for us, right? For the type of people that we are. So, um, Kennedy, can you introduce the very first thing we do? It's very weird when you like say my name. It's like because we're used to calling each other like baby, baby and right? Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, Kennedy was the first. Baby, going. go for it. Right. What's so, number one? I think number one is. Um, don't speak out of anger. I mean, you got to cool down first um, before going into any conversation or argument. Um, I think from us, what, what we learned, we learned this just because I'm very chilled out, right? <laughs> I'm very chilled out, but and she's the feisty one. She's like, let's get over with it right now. It's that Spanish fuego. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, and, and she just wants to get on with it like right now. Um, but I like to take my time on this, like so I don't say stuff that you know might not be right or I didn't mean at the moment. So normally I would say I'm going for a walk or I go to the gym and bang the weights and just go hard or go shoot some hoops and and just clear my head, you know, just cool down. So when I return. I want to be able to speak out of, you know, respect. Don't want to say things that might hurt you in the long term or damage the relationship forever. Um, so it's, I feel it's very important that you cool down first before, you know, having any other further discussions. What do you mm. think? No, I totally agree. I have to say that you're right. I mean, I have never had that kind of experience before. Because I'm the kind of person, or I, I used to be the kind of person that, fuego. yeah, that fuego used fuego. to burn me <laughs> like crazy. So um, I would feel um, angry about something and I would react on the spot and 
want to confront the situation right then and there with no preparation, not having thought about even what I'm going to say right. or whether the what the other person is feeling, nothing. I, I just wanted to get on with it and win the argument and just, you know, just do my thing. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, at first, whenever we had our first couple of arguments, right. I felt like he was trying to avoid me. Right. It, it was irritating <laughs> her. She wanted to, she's like, what's wrong I, It was pissing like, me off and I was getting actually angrier. Yeah. Um, because I thought, why is he running away? Why is he not trying to confront the situation? Does he not care that I'm really angry? Right. And he would go away to the gym or to do his thing, clear his head. But me not having understood the importance of that and how it can really help you calm down yeah. and see things more clearly, yeah, um, it, it would agitate me even more. Right. So it was... But you learned from that. Like, I learned from it because obviously during those discussions, right. I would always say, why did you go away? Why did you do this? You yeah. know, why didn't you want to talk? Yeah. And he explained that he needed that cool down period yeah plus plus i could see yourself as well at that time when i'm i'm off or i said i don't want to talk about it right now and you reflected on what actually happened you know and to some extent i would say the first few times maybe 30 percent i reflected 70 percent i was pissed off (laughs) and whenever we didn't talk about it before nighttime I wouldn't even sleep at night because right. I'd be thinking, how is he sleeping <laughs> when we haven't talked about this? And I'm right. just really pissed off and he's happily sleeping. <laughs> she does this thing with her hair and uh, she clicks her hair when she's like agitated. Yes. So you can hear it from a mile away. When Either she's, that she's or really I clean. Yeah, when she starts cleaning the house, you know. So, yeah. But, but, but you know, those first couple of arguments we had and the fact that we talked about how important it was for you and how you needed to clear your head right? because you want it to be fair and you want it to know exactly what had happened. Maybe you want it to understand right. even what the problem was, right. what you had done or what you hadn't done or the impact it had on me. You want it right. to understand that clearly before even talking about it. I mean, let's not, let's not lie. Like when you say things that are hurtful, especially to a woman, that stuff stays forever. It doesn't go anywhere, even for men as we well. We don't forget so easily. You don't. They store <laughs> stuff up. They've yes. got like the largest hard drive ever. But also know? because so, we haven't, perhaps we haven't learned um, to be more forgiving, for, for, for real forgiving. Forgiving maybe. in the sense that, okay, put it behind you. Don't, don't keep bringing it up. Right. Right. <laughs> we, we know how to be hurtful. Right. And when we don't have any other weapon any other means to defend ourselves, that's our go-to. Because we don't have the strength, the physical strength to to fight you in that sense. So we've got to have an alternative way to inflict pain. Yes. They use words. And and so we can be dangerous that way, but it's not fair. Right. And and so this is where in a conscious relationship, you don't want to do that. Because you don't want to hurt the person emotionally by keep bringing things up that are no longer relevant. You don't want to argue with an archaeologist like yourself. They, <laughs> I can dig, they can dig into and, that past. And break stuff back, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> you, you don't want to do that. But basically, before we move on, I just want to, you know, say that in time, 
the beauty of you teaching me this, and I don't know where you got it from, whether it was like naturally in you to be a reflective person and just to cool down right. or whatever, or, or whether it was something that you learned as well through past relationships. Yeah. For me, it has really helped me, one, in understand and respect your cooling time when you right. need it. Because whenever I bring something up that, oh, baby, you know, you've done something or this is happening or I feel, I feel this way about this thing happening. Right. Um, I understand that you go away. I understand what the signs are right. that you need, that you're having that time off. Plus, you just don't walk away. You tell them that you, you want to have that time off. You just sometimes don't walk you away. do, but sometimes maybe right. you yourself are affected by what's the situation. Yeah. And you just naturally don't even want to justify because now right. we're in, in a place in our relationship where you can just automatically go away, right. go quiet, watch your basketball, do your thing, not talk to me. Right. But I know you're not ignoring me. Right. I know that's how you're processing what's happening. Right. And I know that sooner or later you will come back and you will explain the next step as well. Right. But I know that you will come back and you will be ready to talk. Right. And depending on the problem, you might come back sooner, you might come back later. And the same for me, you know, because I have also learned that if I take that cool down period, it helps me think more clearly. Right. And it helps me be more loving when we finally sit down and talk and fairer and not go down the archaeology path and dig out some <laughs> rubbish from years ago yeah. to add to the list. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's step one is that one. Yeah. So don't speak from anger. Find the way that you like to cool down. Yeah. And then what do we do? I mean, the next step right after that is just, you know, when you come back and you say, okay, let's, let's talk about it during this time you know let's let's go here and talk about it you know yes i think your environment plays a key role on you know moving forward with an argument you yes. can't be in like a place that is stressful and and try to argue or resolve an argument there that wouldn't work it just make mm -hmm. things worse so you got to talk about can we talk about it in an hour's time or can we, can we go out? Can we go for a walk and talk about it? You know, which, exactly. which make things better, right? Yes. So, so it's, it's to agree on the time and place to talk about it because, right. you know, our, the thing about arguments is they can come up anytime, right? Of the day or night. So the last thing you want to do is be having an important discussion or an argument before you go to work, for example, because right. it might affect the mood of the rest of the day Yeah. or, or, you know, try to squeeze it in like five minutes between doing this and doing that because you got to step out and do something else. Right. So instead of just, just because you have cooled down, it doesn't mean that you must immediately talk about it. Yeah. But you must find the best time and place. Right. To have that discussion so that you can give each other as long as you need. Right. To talk. Right. To listen, to heal. Right. And whatever you guys need. Right. I think for us, it was, it was going for walks sometimes. We would... Yeah, I, th we I would say and, we've done so yeah. many different things, right? Sometimes right. we'll go for a walk. Sometimes we'll just go and talk over dinner um, or just sit down at home and play some nice music. Yeah. Eat um, some spicy food so you don't talk much. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, I think, I mean, the, like I said, the environment plays a key role because, um, I mean, it also messes with you mentally. So you don't want to be in a place that... 
as loud and you can't hear each other, so you, you're shouting over each other. Yeah, you want to show like respect and you want to make sure you're somewhere where you can be sitting next to each other or across the table or something from one another and where you can have eye contact and right. where you can show the person that you're listening. Definitely, definitely. So Which we'll- leads us to the next point, and this is, uh, this is step number four. Yeah, which I think is key too uh, for most people who have um, anger issues and just say the first thing that comes out of their mouth. Um, this is important for you as well, you know. Number four would be um, use kind and respective language. Yes, use Res- kind, la- respectful language. Respectful language, language right? Yes, right. and try to avoid blaming. So instead of saying, oh, because you did this and you did that and you made me look like this or you made me waste whatever, or instead of blaming the other person for how you feel about this situation or problem, take responsibility, right? Yeah, it will, it will make it, it will make the other person feel even worse and they don't need to be blamed because if you're having a conscious conversation during conscious arguing, the other person will reflect. Right. So we don't need to be blaming. They will do their own thinking and and feeling for themselves. Yeah, I think it's important that when you're arguing, don't argue to be right. I think yeah. argue to be heard. Yes, you need to, yeah, to be understood. Yeah. So the the how how I would describe it is say how you feel right. about this situation. Right. Even if the other person is, I don't know, imagine they gambled uh, your life savings and lost them, right? Obviously, a big issue. Right. But say to the person, when you take our money and you use it for gambling, I feel like you're not respecting, um, you're not respecting our plans for the future. Right. Or you're not taking seriously the fact that we might lose our house or whatever the dangerous situation is. Right. So instead of blaming the person, oh, because we're losing the house because of your gambling, say, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. And it takes a lot to. I worry about whatever. Yeah, it takes a lot to do that. The person will feel equally bad about it, but you're not necessarily blaming them because. Uh, of course, this is, if it's a serial gambler, then maybe they have issues. <laughs> but most of the time in a relationship, people just make, they make accidental mistakes or mistakes that can be corrected for the future. Yeah, like me, um, I remember during this lockdown period, um, I went crazy on buying sneakers. Anybody that knows me and you follow me on my my IG, Instagram, you know that I love sneakers, you know, and... <laughs> During this period, I think for me, it was, we had just moved to Spain. I just moved to Spain and I was starting to climatize to the whole environment. And the next thing you know, I'm confined to just being home for four months. And I was losing my mind, you know, because I'm a very active guy. Mm. I need to be outside doing stuff, you know. And what I ran to was, you know, watching YouTube videos and reviews of sneakers and this and that. And I just started buying sneakers like <laughs> every single day. Even the DHL guy knew me. Like, <laughs> it was bad, you know. And I think when you approached me, you said, look, we have to plan for the future. We don't know where this thing is going. 
you know, you made me understand the importance of me slowing down and just not spending money as it comes, but um, looking at how it affects you and how it affects our family and all. And I was genuinely worried because I thought you had developed a shopping addiction. Man, I'm telling you, I went, I went ham on that. Like, So I was worried because I knew that the lockdown was affecting you to the place where you yeah. were seeking refuge on it online was. shopping. It was. <laughs> it gave me some kind of um, high. Just, I was like a kid just waiting for the postman to arrive. Like that was something to look forward to. Every day, you know, you mm. order a shoe, they say it's going to come in two days. You have something to look forward to. So I guess that was what I was, you know, doing at that time, you know, but it wasn't right. And I learned from it, you know, after having... It was just something to be careful about. I wanted you to be aware. Right. Um, and, and I wanted to know how you felt about it, like where this was coming from, because I've always right. known you to be a sneakerhead and that's not an issue. Yeah. But But this... Buying 30 pairs in two months. I didn't... Yeah, yeah, it's close to that. <laughs> it was 30 pairs in two months, yeah. right? And okay. I thought, okay, this is disproportionate. <laughs> this is out of proportion, right? Right. Um, this is more than, than what you would usually buy. Maybe in a whole year, okay. Right. But in two months, it seemed a little bit out of proportion. Right. And so I was worried about your state of mind. I was worried that, that there was something behind it. Right. And therefore, I couldn't be blaming you for, for, for like the, the spending because right. there was, I could see that there, were, there was something behind it. Right. And, and that's what I wanted to get to, to see what was making you buy at this rate. <laughs> oh yeah because there's no there's no i went crazy i'm not even there's no buying. not buy-in with this man he will buy trainers <laughs> okay he will forever buy trainers for him for me for alana it doesn't matter <laughs> but it's right. the way in which you do it right so right so and i think when you when you're in a relationship with somebody you know their patterns yeah. And so when something is out of sync and it doesn't fit the pattern anymore, you can, instead of arguing about, oh, you, you're doing this now, approach it from, from a compassionate place right. and, and say, what's wrong? Are right. you okay? What has changed? Because I've noticed that now you're doing this and you never used to do that before. Buy 30 pairs in one month. <laughs> right. In two months, but still. But yeah, but it's important. Like, you know, the way you approached it and, you know, spoke to me in a respectful way and, and wasn't disrespectful, allowed, even made me feel guilty and like look back and think about what I was doing. And like, oh, crap, I, I did spend a lot, you know, <laughs> and like her mom would say, how many feet do you have? <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't understand it. She doesn't. She's like, how many feet do you have? How can you My parents this? just don't know what to how do with all these shoes anymore because yeah. they're everywhere. They're in the storage room. Yeah. They're in we, our bedroom. We, we had to keep they're... some of the shoes in her parents' storage room. That's how much it is for now. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, I, res I really appreciate the fact that you would, you know, approach me in that, in that manner and, and just speak to me in a respectful language and, you know, it, it made me reflect and say, okay, I got to do the right thing. And I think moving forward in an argument with your partner, that's something that needs to be in place in order for you to move forward and for the other person to mm -hmm. really understand what they are doing. Mm. Right? And this brings us to step five. Right. Uh, because 
Step five. Is it step five? I, I'm, I'm not yeah, counting, right? Step five. You guys know. We'll summarize them later. But um, the next step is basically you want to be using kind language and fair language and I language when asking questions to the person. But you also want to give them the time and space to listen to them. Right. So you want to make sure that you're listening very carefully to understand what they're saying, not to interrupt, to judge, to say, but yeah, but yeah. No, just listen. That's one of the hardest things to do. I mean, people take it for granted just to listen. Like that is a skill on its own. I mean, even at workplace, yeah. you have external trainers coming in to teach people how to listen. Yes. They're teaching bosses. They're teaching um um, supervisors, how to listen to their employees, mm. listen to their staff, listen to their customers. Mm. I mean, it is a skill on its own. It's a huge and very difficult skill because there are many ways of listening. Yeah. But particularly when you're angry, the reason why it's difficult to listen and pay attention is because you've got your own story happening in your head. Right. That's speaking to you louder than the person right. you're trying to pay attention to. You're already replying in your head. Exactly. Right. You already have your thing. Yeah, but, you know, and I want to say this. And on this point, I'm going right. to... And this is why sometimes people don't give the chance to other to explain themselves to people. Yeah. Because you want to reply. Very true. You just want to get things out of your head. But in a conscious relationship and in conscious arguing, you will have time to present your argument. Right. But you must give the other person the opportunity to express what they are going through as well. Right. And that's that's key. You you must key. be focused. Yes. Even if you need Major to take key. pen and paper to write down your own thoughts so that you won't forget, put them <laughs> on the table. I'm serious. Start Do taking it. notes. I'm serious. <laughs> Do it. Because if you're worried that you will forget and you won't be able to say that clever thing or make reference to whatever, write it down. But allow the person the opportunity to say what they have to say right. and give them your full attention. Right. And do it from a place in your heart where you seek to understand what they're going through and what they're saying. Right. You got to be open 100%. I mean, going back to the me going crazy on a sneaker shopping, it was... When I had to explain what I was feeling at the time and she understood and she said, okay, how can we, you know, make things better? You know, you didn't go right away like, oh, you're buying this, that, that, and, you know, talking over me when I'm trying to explain, you know, the reason why I was doing what I was doing. Um, but you got, you, you listened to me and you said, I understand where you're coming from and knowing the kind of person I am, um, this was, you. we came up together with a better solution on how to, you know, resolve that. Mm, that would be the yes. next step. Right. Because obviously once you, once you have spoken together and you've taken turns to say, okay, well, this is why I've done what I've done. And then you can reply and say, well, this is, you know, what I think about what you've done. And there must be a resolution. Right. Often arguments are just left there. You say your thing, I say my thing, then boom, um, you stay angry. <laughs> right. But there must be a resolution. So how can you move forward with this information? Right. Right? Um, how can you make amends or how can you learn from the situation so that you don't make the same mistake again in the future? Right. 
So the final step, well, not the final step, number, again, we'll work through the numbers later on because we said it's a six-step approach, so this must be number five. <laughs> Just guess it. Yeah. So it's about reflecting. And you're reflecting on what's happened, what the problem was, and what a possible solution is with the aim to improve the quality of your relationship, which can only be improved through you working on yourself. Right. Perhaps you have a weakness, like you have a sneaker weakness for sure. I wouldn't call it a weakness. <laughs> I would call it, uh, like Serge Ibarco would say, it's art. I'm collecting art. Okay, well, well <laughs> you've got a thing for that. I'm collecting art. To the point where... It's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's not a weakness. It's a hobby. It's good to have hobbies. We all have hobbies, right? right? But when you have a hobby that could potentially risk your financial situation, for broke. example, or your or your your relationship itself, right? right? So that's where you as a person have to say, okay, what do I need to do so that in the future I know my priorities and I know right. how to stay within the healthy limits of this hobby? Right. Yeah? One sneaker a month. I'm limited to that. <laughs> With your example, maybe that's the solution. Other people will have arguments about different things. They might have arguments about, um, I don't know, about the way they clean the bathroom or about the people that they hang out with outside of their relationship or about whatever the argument might be. Right. Okay. So everybody has to reflect on themselves. Why did I do what I did? I think that's important. Knowing how it affected my partner. Yeah. I need to be a bigger person for the sake of my relationship. What do I need to work on as an individual? And that is seeing it from the other person's point of view. You have to. Right. Because they are half of your relationship. You can never have a happy relationship if you're not taking into account how the other half is feeling. Right. Right. I so agree with that. And the final one, which I think it's very important as well, is... Uh, physical contact and what we mean i don't mean smacking somebody or punching <laughs> them in the face you know it's for the sneakers <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 more of ending the, the argument in a hug you know yes 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 you emotional know? healing right and and even if you haven't 100 percent healed from this conversation or from this arguing you have to have cooled down and resolved at least 90% of the issue by the end of the discussion, okay? Yeah. And I think that since we're talking about relationships and the person that you are uh, married to or in right. a relationship with is, is very close to you, you want to make sure that you close this whole experience right. with a hug, with a kiss, right. with, with something that feels right for you at that time. Reassurance. Reassurance, just letting the person know, hey, I still love you. Yes. You know, no matter what, I'm still here. I got you. Exactly. But in the way that it feels right for you. So we're not saying, oh, go and have sex. If it doesn't feel right for you if because it's right, of... right, do it. Why not? Yes. I mean, this is why <laughs> makeup sex exists, right? right? Some people love to argue so they can make up. Yeah. Because making up, to some extent, heals the wound yeah. a little bit. But if you haven't argued, <laughs> if you haven't argued consciously... That makeup sex is not going to heal anything. That's true. It's That's just going to put a plaster uh, on top of a big wound and it will right. just continue to just be disgusting underneath. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to deal with it. You need to heal first. 
Right. And then you can, your final step will be showing love. Right. Right. To have that physical contact. So would you would you walk us through the steps again so we can have the numbers right? Yeah, exactly. Let's do that so. because I'm confused now. So <laughs> step number one is cool down, don't speak from anger. Right. Yes. Step number two is once you have cooled down, together agree on a place and a time when you can talk and take your time, right? Your environment speaks a lot about, exactly. you know, you moving forward. Yes. That's step number two. Step number three is use respectful language and take responsibility for your feelings. Right. So using things like, I feel, yeah, use I language. Right. That's step three. Step four, listen with the purpose of understanding. Not to respond, not to blame. Right. Listen to understand. Try not to interrupt. Make notes if you have to. Put them on the side. Right. You can go back to that later. But give each other the opportunity to explain. Right. Because sometimes part of your reflecting happens as you speak. Right. Right? I don't know if it happens to you, but sometimes... Yeah, it does. Yeah, it you have that cool-off period, but it's not until you start to articulate okay. right. that you realize things. So listen to your partner. And don't judge. Try to understand. Step five is reflect on how to improve yourself, how to change, what you, do you need to change, your behavior, your attitude, your whatever, right. so as to not to repeat the same mistake again. Right. And this is about self-improvement and ownership. You have to own your mistake if it was a mistake. Yeah. And it could be a mistake on either part. Okay, right. perhaps you think your partner's done something wrong and after going through the previous steps you realize you have been unfair. Right. In the way that you have judged what your partner has done. Right. And you might be the one that needs to change something for right. the sake of the relationship. So that's a time to reflect and to agree on steps forward. Right. Following this argument. And finally step number 6 is to have that physical contact that can help you heal the wound right? and make sure that the love is still there right. and show each other that you care for one another. Right. Reassurance people. It's Reassurance key. and love all the way. Right. For sure. Right. I think this is, um, this is something that, like I said in the beginning, we, we came up with along just growing together in a relationship and it's helped us and we still use it till today. And and it makes things work for us, basically. Mm. So, I mean, if this can help somebody, go for it. You know, it goes a long way. Trust me on that. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you are already doing some of these things in your relationship. Right. Perhaps you have a, a different list of steps. Right. Um, and if you don't, and you would like to try these ones out in your next argument, because you want right. to move your relationship from a regular one to a conscious relationship. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Then let us know how it went. Why not? But heads up. Right. We worked this out from our own experience. Right. But it is also something that we have agreed to do together. Right. So don't suddenly bring these rules to your partner during a discussion right. if he or she is not aware that this is what you're going to be doing. It's a two-way. So if you found that these tips are valuable to you because you're having issues whenever you have arguments with your partner, why don't you present the six steps and say, baby, 
Um, how about we try to use these six steps right. whenever we are whenever we argue, and if needed, print them out, stick them on your fridge, and refer <laughs> to them. It's true because you might forget in the future, right? That's and true. then in the heat true. of the moment, true. you're like, "Oh, what well, was step one?" Right. But if it's important to you to have a healthier to have healthier arguments right. in your relationship, right? Then it's no joke. Print it, put it on your fridge, and make sure that you are both committed right. to following these steps right. for the sake of your relationship. I mean, take it, take it easy. I mean, start with, even if it's just step one and two, just start with that first. Yes. You know, then you see yourself getting better, then just graduate to the rest. And I think that would really help your relationship move forward and you guys can have a healthy conversation and dish things out easy you know so like barbara said print it out if that's what it takes yeah print you know, it out if that's what it takes keep talking I tell, about i'll it. tell you keep what talking about i'm it. gonna make a poster right we're gonna put it on the ig we're page. gonna put it yeah we're gonna link it uh, on the bio or have a link to our website or right. something and you guys can just save download it to your computer and right. print it i want right. to see it on everyone's fridge right <laughs> i want pictures of it <laughs> hanging on your fridge <laughs> Well, thank you everybody to listening for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate you guys. Um, give us a follow on our Instagram page at the answer POD and drop us a direct message. We'll be more than happy to answer any questions you have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Any questions you guys have about your relationships, health or wealth, let us know right. because we're going to follow them up and we're going to give you some answer. Oh. And don't forget to subscribe to right. the podcast channel on iTunes or Spotify. Show some love, support, you know. Yes. Give, give us, us a five-star five rating. Star. You if, know you want to. Give us that five-star <laughs> if you like what you hear. Of course. You know, so if you don't, just... Show us some love. Yeah. Just don't do any rating. All right, guys. We appreciate <laughs> you. Stay safe and talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.